Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma, and my apologies, folks. You know, I went on a little mini vacation, and my schedule just didn't quite line up with one Mr. Bryony Roach or Zach Flash Celadonia. Those guys will be back next week. I have some guests uh, planned in down the down the line here as well that uh, also did not uh, surface for this week as well. So we do have some more content coming to you and hopefully a little more frequently. Of course, we're all suffering from what is pretty much the NFL season being over and that little bit of a hangover, that lull right before the Super Bowl and, of course, right after it. Uh, it gets to be a little boring too. So I'd uh, like to welcome everyone though that is watching. We like to joke around that only about 2% of people stick around to the end of the show and we love our two percenters. But if you're new here and you're part of the 100% starting off, welcome. I'm going to give uh, everyone a little bit of, I don't know if this is my best camera side, but I wanted to be like Brian. I just wanted to show at least my place is a little more like not trashy. Brian, you need to pick up. Uh, you need to get on here to defend yourself too. And one thing I'm going to be defending today is what is wrong with some of the ends that are out there? It's like the Steelers need to hire an offensive coordinator. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that offensive coordinator. No, no, no. Not that coach. Why do they let Tomlin make these decisions? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, goodness gracious. I want to like, I, I just am here like face palming because what do you want? I remember a few a few years ago, everybody wanted somebody that was hot out of the college ranks. Matt Canada's name surfaces. They put, bring him in as quarterbacks coach before Randy Fickner is ultimately released, let go after doing a subpar job as well, right? And Randy had his problems, of course, but Matt Canada was brought in pretty much a year early to groom him. Now, during that time, most people have forgotten that Matt Canada actually got some sniffs to be an offensive coordinator elsewhere. He had some interviews. It was one of the hot names, and the Steelers, you know, they promoted promoted from within. Okay, the guy was here one year. One year and promoted from within. I understand they promoted from within before. You've had Bruce Arians, for example, promoted from quarterback's coach on up to offensive coordinator, as was Randy Fickner, but they didn't bring in another quarterback's coach with Randy Fickner, which I think was probably one of the bigger mistakes, especially when Ben Roethlisberger went down in the 2019 season. Mason Rudolph, Devlin, Duck Hodges did not have a quarterback's coach. So uh, all reports indicating now, of course, Steelers are set to hire former Falcons offensive or head coach and former Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. Now, of course, Arthur Smith, he's not the got released, got fired from the Falcons because not necessarily the best of jobs, right? Falcons, uh, what did the Falcons do over this course of time? They were, oh, let's see, seven and ten, both seasons, right? All these seasons. So uh, three seasons as a head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Boy, you want to talk about when people say mediocrity. And they throw that word around. That's probably it right there. Just 7 and 10. And I know a lot of folks are going to go and they're going to say, yeah, well, that's what you just did. You just hired a mediocre, yeah, head coach. Okay. Um, 
Arthur Smith did not have the best of luck with the Falcons. Seven wins in those three years, dealing with an aging and then now uh, retired Matt Ryan as quarterback. They've added, they had some weapons there. Guys with a lot of volume. You know, there was some criticism, mainly from the fantasy football people, that maybe B.J. and Robinson didn't do enough. Kyle Pitts didn't do enough. They've had some solid seasons. The volume's there. Target share's there. The carries are there. The yardage is even there. Okay. Smith was one of the hottest names just three years ago, coming out of Tennessee with the Titans. I'm going to rewind back to that in a minute. But the main concept here is, is if you could have one of the hottest offensive coordinators as your offensive coordinator at that point, and you did not suffer the last three years of Matt Canada, of whom everybody wanted somebody that was from outside. All of a sudden, it became an internal hire just because he was a quarterback's coach with the Steelers for one year. No, he came from the college ranks to implement college ideas or concepts or whatever it is that he implemented. Wasn't all that great, was it? So the problem is, is trying to satisfy people based on just ideas or concepts that are in their head, okay? We don't know. There hasn't been a snap taken yet, a down of football played with Arthur Smith as the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator, and all of a sudden people are ragging on it. Well, what's wrong with all of you? This is what you wanted. You wanted somebody that came from outside. Mike Tomlin straight up came out and said they wanted someone who had play-calling experience. So like the Zach Robinsons of the world, these guys that are like quarterbacks coaches. This is like the NFL is a copycat league. Make no mistake about it. So when one team does uh, does well by whoever it ends up being, I don't know. It's an offensive coordinator comes over. There's all these offensive coordinator coaches that are, that are then head coaches. And a lot of times they fail too, right? Nathaniel Hackett is a very recent uh, example of that. Because they're trying to call plays and kind of be a quasi-offensive coordinator while still doing all the duties of an NFL head coach, oftentimes for the very first time in their career. You do get some retreads here or there. They do get some opportunities around the league. Uh, But it doesn't always work out, right? And that's kind of the case, I'd say, with Arthur Smith. Uh, Some guys are capable of doing it. Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid. But... I I uh I kind of just want to say that that's uh less less the norm uh, than the exception, right? So keeping that in mind, uh, I'm like racking my brain right now because I had some ideas of different coordinators who failed. Oh, of course, even with the Steelers, guys that failed going from coordinator, hot coordinator, offensive coordinator, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals and then went to the Kansas City Chiefs as a head coach, came to the Steelers as an offensive coordinator, widely criticized until he wasn't. Now a lot of people miss him, Todd Haley. This hire has Todd Haley-type vibes just all over it. It's just one of those things where why wouldn't you take somebody that was a former head coach somewhere that has all of this great experience? I mean, nobody was criticizing Mike Tomlin, Art Rooney II, the Steelers organization, when Brian Flores was brought in just to be a linebackers coach a couple of years ago. And I think a lot of folks would have liked him to have been a defensive coordinator. And look what happened. He was a former head coach, Miami Dolphins. He was a defensive coordinator before that. Now he's come full circle back around in Minnesota, improved 
all across the board defensively as a football team. They had other issues, of course, namely at the quarterback position where they had even more folks playing there at a lower level, but maybe than the Steelers, at least at times. Uh, another great example within the Steelers' own house. Dick LeBeau, coach dad, you may remember, Blitzberg, and creator of the zone blitz. He goes, gets a head coaching gig with the Cincinnati Bengals. Not exactly, uh, not, not exactly like the best. I, I wouldn't say the best. I wouldn't say it wasn't the best career move. Because even when these guys fail, they're getting paid millions of dollars to do this job. It's a thankless job. 80, 100 hours, sleeping on a couch in the office, not seeing your family. And, and it doesn't end. They don't get it like by week. It doesn't end. Right now, Mike Tomlin's down in Mobile. He's down at the Senior Bowl. He's looking at players, off, uh, 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 namely uh, Isaac Williams, offensive uh, line assistant, is helping coach down at the Senior Bowl too, getting a bird's eye view at what we think the Steelers are going to target in this upcoming draft. But, I mean, Dick LeBeau, I mean, he'd been around. He'd been around forever, actually, <laughs> player and coach, right? I think this is one of the few guys that it can make an argument. Like, can you get inducted into the Hall of Fame more than once? Definitely deserving of it. But not the best stint as a head coach. Comes back to the Steelers after being with the Bengals three seasons, 2000 to 2002. And <clears throat> one year gap in the middle as an assistant head coach with the Buffalo Bills in 03. Comes back around 04 to 2014. Defensive coordinator for the Steelers. Not a whole lot of complaints there, right? And this kind of flies in the face of one of the things that I'll be talking about a lot, probably in uh, upcoming episodes, is Mike Tomlin, is he afraid to hire people he'd feel threatened by? Don't you think he'd be threatened by somebody who was just, oh, Dick LeBeau, you feel threatened by him. Retain him on your staff. You feel threatened by Dick LeBeau? He's got a stature up here that's like all-time, world-class, elite-type NFL uh, hierarchy, right? He's part of that part of NFL royalty for how much he has done over the years. So, and successfully, maybe the head coaching stop wasn't the best fit. There could be any number of reasons it doesn't work. In this case with Arthur Smith, obviously the quarterback position, part of the trouble. Matt Ryan, 38, 39 years old. He was in Ben retirement age territory. Desmond Ritter, Third round pick, I believe third round pick for Desmond Renner out of Cincinnati. Some of us were talking about him maybe being with the Steelers. Hadn't really worked out. They had to, they rolled with Marcus Mariota, who I didn't like. Marcus Mariota probably worse off having Mariota than even Trubisky, if you can believe that. And somehow Arthur Smith was still able to, what do they say? Take crap and make a, make a crap salad out of it. They, um, the Falcons, I'm not going to say that they were always great as far as ranks, yards. They um, they had some success. Points overall, uh, yardage. But the run game still in 2022 with a mobile quarterback such as, well, all times mobile quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter. They carried the ball the most times in the NFL in 2022. They were third in yards. 10th in touchdowns, 15th in touchdowns. They slipped a little bit, 
third uh, in carries in 2023, ninth in yards. And some of that's going to happen when you just stack the box. Now, I know they didn't get to quite the number of att pass attempts. And it's been kind of the knock on this hire is if you look over the five years of Arthur Smith's, uh, I guess, career, two years as an OC with the Tennessee Titans, tons of success there. And then the three years as a head coach, but calling plays for the Atlanta Falcons, 31st in attempts, 30th in attempts, 19th, 31st, 25th. But still somehow in yardage, lingering around the 20s, maybe mid-20s. 31st in 2022 with Mariota. Not surprising. 20-ish when it comes to touchdowns, but a lot of, like, a lot of interceptions in two of those three years with the turnovers, Brian th throwing turnovers, uh, Ritter being turnover prone. They had to go to Taylor Heineke. You don't have a quarterback, usually like the head coach. Well, GM, head coach, quarterback, those are all kind of like paired together. They're bundled together. And if they don't do well, someone's cleaning house with all of them. And we saw a lot of this. You saw what chargers doing it. They got uh, Jim Harbaugh. They snagged him, but they got another GM they're bringing in. They do have a quarterback there. I mean, Atlanta's looking for their guy all the way around. Now they're going to be looking at all three or two of the three positions. I believe I, I don't think they can the GM, but I have to look back, but you have a lot of that. And the Steelers have stability with Omar Khan. They have stability at least for the time being with head coach, Mike Tomlin. Do they have stability at the quarterback position? Art Rooney a second, pretty big news over this uh, past week, having his press conference talking about that they would like to bring Mason Rudolph back. You know, that's no mistake that both the owner of the team and the head coach of the team have come straight out and made those intentions known. That usually doesn't happen. People don't show their hand. They're letting it know. And they don't have to wait to do these negotiations, by the way. This is a player that's still technically under contract. They're probably already in conversations. Mason Rudolph may decide to go. His agent's going to try and get him the best deal. They might try and go somewhere else. But this signing should be enticing for either if it's a Mason Rudolph that's coming back or whoever his replacement may be as a potential QB1 competitor in training camp with Kenny Pickett entering year three. Former first round draft pick 20th overall. Top of his class. Does he have the chops to take take that next step? Matt Canada wasn't that guy. Can Arthur Smith be? I think with Arthur Smith, I think you get back to some Steelers football. You got to run the football. It's something that they did successfully. Whether it was, you know, they just got BJN this year. Whether as a full team in Atlanta or Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, obviously, monster seasons with the Tennessee Titans 2019 and 2020 with Arthur Smith as his OC. Both Pro Bowl years, one of them in all pro season. Can you imagine? I mean, Derrick Henry. You know where Derrick Henry went to school? Alabama. Do you know where Najee Harris went to school? Alabama. A lot of comparisons made to those two, and it took until those two seasons. This was years four and five for Derrick Henry in the league. 1,540 yards, 2,027 yards. 16, 17 touchdowns combined, 3,567 yards, 33 touchdowns. That's just running the football. Caught 37 passes as well. 
and had a pair of touchdowns over that two-year span. Derrick Henry got a little banged up in 21. Kind of returned back a little bit the form these last two years, but uh, 2022, 1,538 yards, only 1,167 this past year. So it's kind of uh, that's kind of an interesting take, too, because now Mike Vrabel's out in Tennessee. Uh, Arthur Smith had been in Tennessee. A lot of rumblings, too, as to whether or not Mike Munchak might return to coaching, maybe even for a role with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He used to work with Arthur Smith. He hired him. Arthur Smith, defensive quality coach, offensive quality coach, worked with tight ends. Uh, what else is on his accolades here? Offensive line, and then becomes the offensive coordinator. He stuck around for multiple head coaches because he's probably like a bright mind. So it's not that he just has like experience three years as a head coach there and two years. I mean, he was with the Tennessee Titans going all the way back to 2011 when Munchak was hired as the head coach there. Munchak left. Ken Wisenhunt, who gets hired, he retains uh, Arthur Smith. Wisenhunt's fired after a couple seasons. Mike Malarkey gets there. Malarkey, a couple, couple years. Kind of a surprising one because they made the playoffs. They get rid of him and they replace him with Mike Vrabel. Guess who stays on through all four of those head coaches? I mean, some of that's luck. Some of that's because you're good at what you you're good at your job. This guy wears a lot of hats. He brings a lot of experience in a variety of ways that maybe Matt Canada didn't have. I know there's going to be jokes about play calling and stuff like that. I do hope that the Steelers do retain Mike Sullivan. I know that there would have been a lot of heat if they would have promoted from within. Mike Sullivan has had a lot of success with offense. Whether he uh, right now quarterbacks coach. Obviously, he was an interim play caller when Matt Canada got fired during this past season. thought the play calling was a lot better. I thought a lot of things were tailor-made, depending on who was under center and whether they could execute. And it was still a playbook, though, that came from Matt Canada. They had put some tweaks in it, but how much can you tweak? Ultimately, they had to take what they felt was good. They might install a little bit, but you can only do so much when you're practicing three times a week and you're in the middle of a season. You're not going to be able to just scrap everything. So even the terminology that's used, you can't change that stuff. Now, that is a caveat of how much does Arthur Smith bring that's going to change a lot of that. Because we know when Todd Haley came in, everything got upside down. And he had a very complicated, albeit successful, it took a couple of years for that to iron out. And all of a sudden, Ben Roethlisberger had maybe his most successful seasons as a passer in the National Football League. We're going to see how that translates with Arthur Smith and especially Kenny Pickett. Now, you know, if Kenny Pickett's the guy, even Mason Rudolph, it's going to be, if this is Mason Rudolph, uh, third offensive coordinator that he's worked with, with the Steelers, be the second for Kenny. Didn't want to upset the apple cart and get in constantly change that. I think that was a problem. We get people who talk about, you got to draft a quarterback. Hey, Baker Mayfield on his fourth team. Every time you move to a different team and it's a different system and you got to learn the plays, you got to change. It's just a shakeup. But even with the Cleveland Browns, when he first had success, I think these guys have a lot more success coming straight out of college where they're throwing more passes. They're more actively, you know, they're in the game. It doesn't stop for them that rookie year. Sometimes the speed is different. There's some things they have to catch up to. I know Kenny's not quite there yet. 
I think um, I even think that Mason struggled at times, but I think that was a lot post concussion. These guys are going to be working with a new OC, maybe all new plays, all new philosophies. A lot of talk is to Arthur Smith run first. Well, obviously, but the quarterbacks or quarterback with Arthur Smith had success. Ryan Tannehill comes over from Miami Dolphins. He's he's done. He's chopped liver, man. Dead meat. Dead in the water. This career is over with. And the Tennessee Titans, they were still rolling with Marcus Mariota. One of the reasons Mariota ends up in Atlanta is he had worked with Arthur Smith prior in order to implement and kind of player coach when you have a rookie like Desmond Ritter, right? So... Ryan Tannehill, oh, please, I hope I'm not talking myself into Tannehill or Mariota ending up in the Steel City, folks, but Mason's not back. Like I said, I want to clear three. I want to clear quarterback three. They can't be a two or a one, taking up snaps and allowing Rudolph and Pickett to compete for the starting job. If that doesn't happen, you're going to end up with like a veteran quarterback that, I mean, Tannehill had, had success, but, I mean, 22 touchdowns. 2,742 yards. It's in 12 games. So clearly he could have been a 28, 30 touchdown pass guy if he played the full 16 game season back in 2019. He comes in uh, only 10 starts, I should say. 12 games have appeared in. Mariota had struggled. He had six starts, seven touchdowns, two interceptions, could complete even 60% of his passes. And Smith comes in and he makes Ryan Tannehill pretty much look like a god. I mean, he he's a Pro Bowl player. I know Pro Bowl's thrown around a lot, but Pro Bowl does mean you're successful among your peers, maybe even popularity contest that occurs. He still had to get the work done. 55 touchdowns over the course of 26 starts. 6,500-plus yards passing to only uh, 55 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Six one year, the first year he's there, and then a full 16-game slate with only seven. Who's taking those numbers if you could get them in Pittsburgh in 2024? Or would you have liked them in 2023? Not all of you run to the podium at the same time. (laughs) Not all of you run and answer the call. I'm taking those numbers, and that is all with what I mentioned about Derrick Henry. Now, Arthur Smith is going to be handed a one-two punch for now. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, both solid running backs with their own skill sets. And it's not as if the running backs don't get volume when it comes to um, catching the football. They had like Jeremy McNichols and some guys like that um, that were in, in Tennessee as well that caught the football. Tajay Sharp, who's still there, fairly impressive. BJN this past year, 58 receptions with the Falcons with bad quarterback play. He was targeted 86 times. 487 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Don't have a problem with any of that. I could foresee both of the Steelers' current running backs having some some success still in the pass game. What it really means is that you're not relying on Rudolph or Pickett to throw the ball 40, 45 times, hopefully. Because when you run the football and the Steelers get in that 20, 25 range, we see that's when they traditionally, they control the clock, they control uh, a, a time of possession, they control field position, and they win football games. They're not asking for too much here. 
going to use some tight ends. I think the Steelers with the tight ends that are on their on the field right now on the roster. Pat Fryermuth he gets criticized for blocking. Darnell Washington will enter year two, beast in camp, uh, a grow up or learning lesson being in the National Football League right now, but utilized more toward the end of the season, a lot more with probably Matt Canada sideline there and uh, or completely off the team. You have um, Connor Hayward. I know he's not a traditional tight end, but he's a utility player. And if we surmise that the Steelers are going to look at free agency and or the NFL draft to hopefully repair one of these tackle spots, Roderick Jones is going to be just always a right tackle. They're going to be a left tackle. I guess it depends on what the Steelers, who they target, who they bring in. You got to think that Dan Moore being one of the lowest rated tackles, in the, if not the lowest rated tackle in the National Football League, Adios, Mason Cole at center, kind of the same deal, but they have three pieces right now. And who's worked with offensive linemen before? Right here, Arthur Smith, along with Mike Munchak. And Mike Munchak might want to come back and work with Arthur Smith. Do you kind of see some correlations here? Uh, tight end play. Obviously, Kyle Pitts, John O. Smith. I know that Pitts could have done maybe better, but his rookie year went healthy. Wasn't healthy his sophomore season, but in 2021, Pro Bowl caliber player, thousand yard season, only a touchdown, only six touchdowns in his career, but a lot of that's quarterback play, right? Uh, John L. Smith was another one that um, he followed. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, former Tennessee Titan that followed. Uh, well, first went to New England and followed Arthur Smith down, but he had 50 receptions this past year, 582 yards and three touchdowns. With poor quarterback play. Uh, when I say poor quarterback play, I'm talking about Desmond Ritter. He had 2,836 yards, 12 touchdowns, but 12 picks. So still, 12 touchdowns seems lofty when that's all the Steelers had going back two seasons ago to 2022. One of those thrown by Chase Claypool. So we'll take we'll take something that's an improvement. We'll probably take anything that's improvement. On the on the whole front of this. The team threw for, um, and when you combine Taylor Heineke, Logan Woodside had a handful of passes, nothing to write home about, and then Drake London with a trick play uh, for 22 yards, Logan Woodside 27 yards, but overall 3,775 yards this past season, 17 touchdowns, ugh, 17 interceptions. Isn't exactly, um, you know, that, that might not seem inspiring, but you're hoping, you're banking on, that maybe a picket Rudolph or whoever else may do better. And you're also banking on that Arthur Smith gets to just be the offensive coordinator. He doesn't have to deal with anything else that's going on, which by the way, the Steelers numbers during the season for all of their quarterbacks, slightly fewer yards, 34, 21, 13 touchdowns. So that's one more and nine interceptions that's about on par with just bad offenses both ways. When you go back to those Tennessee teams and you look at, <clears throat> excuse me, the 2019 Tennessee Titans, and like I said, passing-wise, about 3,582 yards, 29 touchdowns, eight interceptions. The 2020 season, right after that, 3,653 yards in the air, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions protecting the football just enough of an aerial assault to where you have a quarterback that's only throwing the ball about 400 
50 times a season on average by 16 games. They weren't playing 17 games seasons yet. And I'll take that. Well, weeks after. Yeah, that was implemented the following year. So I guess what I'm getting at is, oh, and of course the run game. Well, who could discount the run game that went over 2,223 yards, 2,690 yards, and produced 47 touchdowns? That's right. Lots of maths with Joe on this show. That's just, uh, that's that's mind-blowing to me. I will take that every Sunday, or tw every day of the week, twice on Sundays with Arthur Smith. I'm hoping it's a fresh breath of air. Like I said, a few years ago, he was like the hottest name coming around. Hey, let's go. Let, everybody wanted this guy. It's kind of like Ben Johnson from the Lions right now. And Ben Johnson's not coming to Steelers for like a lateral type move. You got to find who the next guy is. And you're taking a gamble. Zach Robinson keeps popping in my mind. Uh, Jared Johnson, quarterback's coach with the Texans. I know that Ben Slovic was, look, they were looking around. People were looking at him. He's one of the offensive coordinators for the Texans because they saw what happened with C.J. Stroud. Now, C.J. Stroud, a bona fide top like pick in the NFL draft prospect, rookie of the year, it doesn't always happen with every quarterback. It's not always a, a good situation. Also helps that the Texans, they weren't reaching to go get Stroud. Stroud was really there for them. Now, I know they did some draft day stuff and got Will Anderson on the roster too, but they had the draft capital. They had all those picks from ditching Deshaun Watson where this team did a hard reset and now look where they are. Steelers don't need to do a hard reset just right now. They're going to see what they've got this year. They're going to see if it works. If it doesn't, they have everything in place to find the next guy that's going to hopefully fit into this system. I'm excited about this hire. I know people will say, oh, well, you're being a homer, blah, blah, blah. This guy failed. Just look, Todd Haley. I mean, Mike Munchak, former head coach, comes over. What's he do with the Steelers offensive line? Rest need I rest my case. Steelers, Mike Tomlin, they'll add people to the staff that they feel could have value. You have head coaching experience with Arthur Smith, leadership experience with Arthur Smith. He's worked with a number of people over the years. It makes him a very credible hire. We listen to not just people that are, you know, bitching and complaining on Twitter, just somebody just Probably no longer important to me in the hiring firing process. Oh, that wasn't really my pick. Oh, I'm not really good. Come on, get out of town, right? You've got lots of folks that are out there. I wanted to say was Peter King, Sports Illustrated, Rich Eisen, a few others. Nothing but praise for Arthur Smith and what he's been capable of. This is the outside hire that all of yous were demanding. It wasn't an internal promotion of Mike Sullivan, which may have been in the cards, but man, the amount of just the appearance, the immediate, the, the perception, if they would have promoted Sullivan, just would have had a negative stigma to it. Arthur Smith should not be bringing any kind of negative, negative stigma. You look at Dan Quinn, didn't have success. <coughs> Excuse me. Same place. Atlanta and now look at him as the defensive coordinator for Dallas Cowboys uh, folks I hate this time of the year I apologize so much for coughing in your ear wearing earbuds or whatever 
one of the hazards of me doing this show solo. Doesn't seem like I, I was in Florida for the weekend. And man, it felt so much better being there. Come back home. <coughs> can't stop coughing again. I don't know what it is. But I appreciate all of you tuning in. Hearing some of my thoughts on the Arthur Smith hire. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I really, really, really wanted to cover here. Oh, I did have some offensive ranks. Hold on a second. Pull these up. I saved these on the old, uh, I guess we would say the old bat phone here. And uh, stats guy Daniel on Twitter. Usually I bring this up on the screen. I probably find it, but stats guy Daniel. He's got a lot of stuff that's out there. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up on the screen for all of you that are watching here on YouTube. And I'm going to give you what he's had to say. Um, let's see here. Arthur Smith, two years with the Titans. Instead of me reading it off my phone like a mamaluke. Okay. 16 games with 30-plus points. That's tied for second most in the NFL. 15 games with 400-plus yards tied fourth most. Fifth most points scored. And you've got all the EPAs, the fourth in uh, EPA per play, second in rush EPA per play, and fourth in dropback EPA per play. And, of course, you've got somebody that's uh, already these are, but I don't think the Steelers had what they had, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, really? Okay. A.J. Brown, George Pickens, Corey Davis, Deontay Johnson, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris. Uh, any of the running backs, other rec running backs I mentioned. I think McNichols was there during that. Sharp was definitely there during that. Um, compared to Jalen Warren, tight end wise, Delaney Walker or John O. Smith or um, trying to think who else was there. Definitely with Pat Farmuth, Darnell Washington. So as long as they work on this offensive line, Titans offensive line aged a little bit, aged out. They have the similar kind of issues as the Steelers. I. I I, I find it hard. It's I think it's a terrible argument to say that the Steelers don't have players in the skill position groups. Calvin Austin will be back as a third wide receiver. They may add to this. Of course, they have Denzel Mims and uh, Marquez Callaway added as future or, res or reserves contract practice squad type guys that could ascend. That's uh, our veteran players too that could play in the play into the wide receiver scene, depending on what they do in free agency in the draft. It's always too early to say kind of this stuff, but really when I'm looking at this team, it wouldn't surprise me if they went defense in the draft as well. Depends where they feel these centers centers. Aren't always like a reach for teams to grab in the first round guard. Similarly, it's usually tackles that are at a premium and specific left specifically left tackles. So I don't want to just jump and be like, they're going to go offense and do all this. Let's see what they do in free agency. That'll kind of shape and see. Usually, I've seen Omar Khan still kind of led the way last year, the path paved by Kevin Colbert, the previous general manager, in that the Steelers will add a veteran and then draft a rookie at a position at which they're looking to improve. And they pretty much did the sa that same thing. They already had the veterans with Dan, the veteran with Dan Moore as well as Chooks core for it. I don't think they anticipated Chooks falling off the ledge here uh, with Broderick Jones. And they had signed Patrick Peterson and drafted Joey Porter, et cetera, et cetera, go on down the line. So I wouldn't say that Steelers don't have the talent to be able to pull off the same things. This is a fresh new start for Arthur Smith. He's going to get the work. 
and he wants to redeem himself. He wants to be back where he was. Think about if this was your job. Todd Haley, much the same kind of deal. We all know why Todd Haley left Pittsburgh. He didn't get along with Ben Roethlisberger. Ben was the king for a very long time. And I understand there's still criticism there. People are going to say, well, they should have drafted Lamar Jackson, who would have never seen the field because Ben was still there. You have, it's very hard to find a quarterback in the NFL, right? And when you do, you're probably going to go the full distance with them. Even like a 38, 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, you're adding Najee Harris, you're adding Pat Firemuth, trying to uh, give him that one last ride, right? And I have no criticism about any of that. Really, they did draft a guy. That was Mason Rudolph. I don't know if Lamar actually fits into this. We saw what happened with Lamar when forced to throw from the pocket. Good saying the whole time. You have somebody like Rudolph that stands in the pocket. If you can get Kenny to stay in the pocket, maybe some good things can happen. So let's give Arthur Smith a chance. Don't want to sound like a broken record over and over and over. Try and give you a little bit of sunshine and rainbows there. What could be the worst thing that happens? Well, they lose some games, but, you know, you're still going to get maybe some better production in these Arthur Smith-led schemes than what you had with Mac Canada. So, folks, that'll do it for me for today. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Hopefully some stuff coming your way uh, next week. If we can get Brian and Zach the Flash back on. Maybe he's done playing Bob Villa in his home. I was going to laugh at that. Tried to see if he was available. We had a last-minute cancellation on something else that hopefully for you two percenters listening will be a special show in the coming week or so. I'm looking forward to that as well, but I'm going to keep my lips sealed for that. Apologies again for my froggy throat as it has been. I feel like I know people are going to be like, ah, don't apologize. Look, I take this, I take this role very, very seriously because I'm in a position where there's a lot of folks that may, uh, may, may, may take my opinion uh, or take it. And so I have to take it. I have to take this seriously. And when I'm coughing in your ear, I just feel it's unprofessional. So uh, I don't want that to uh, reflect poorly on me. I'm just hoping like, oh, the drainage and the sinuses, it's just been killing me. And yes, I've been medicated too, trying to do this cough drop sometimes. And in fact, I accidentally muted my mic on the last show. Uh, the only thing worse is when you have dogs barking in the background. So <laughs> we try to do our best here. We appreciate you uh, liking the show, commenting, giving us a subscri uh, subscribing for any updates, wherever you may be watching or listening. Leave a rating or review as well. We appreciate those. Sometimes we get people from the other teams that like to troll our ratings and reviews. That doesn't help us. That actually hurts all of you out there that are Steelers fans. Hurts us as well. So if you haven't done that and you got some positive things to say, even if you don't, I mean, go ahead and be honest. I'm not going to tell you to lie. If the show sucks, the show sucks. But some of these folks, that's not where they're coming from. And Lo and behold, some of them are actually in competition with us, and I don't understand that either. I, like, I give lots of credit to all the other folks that are out there, so why not? You know, I know we're not the only ones you're probably listening to, but hopefully I was able to give you some different kind of insight or opinion or whatever. I'm not going to go start digging into Atlanta Falcons tape and tell you how so-and-so was utilized on these type of schemes and whatever because I don't know that that same stuff is going to carry over necessarily for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was the 2023 Atlanta Falcons, which were different from the 2022 Falcons, which were different from the 2019 Tennessee Titans. All you can hope for here is Arthur Smith was once one of the brightest offensive minds in the National Football League and highly sought after to become a head coach, discarded and now picked up 
by Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers to hopefully resume the offensive coordinator position he was once so great at. My name is Joe Kuzma. Until next time, folks, we encourage everyone out there to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.